Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I'm Killer Wilbar. I'm Justin. And third co-host this week, I have an enemy on again from across the ditch. We have Nikki. Hello. Hi, Nikki. Uh, some of you may notice there's a different J in the second host spot today. Uh, yeah, this feels really, really weird. <laughs> changing seats. So well, Joel's skin just doesn't fit quite as well as I thought it would. So, <laughs> so many may know that Joel's on a, a trip, and uh, Justin gracefully said he'd jump in the spot while Joel's away for the next two shows, so... Thank you for coming aboard, Justin. Always good to have you aboard. Oh, well, thank you for uh, thinking of me to replace Joel. I've got big shoes to fill, so. Yeah. So. Well, so I hope Joel's having a good time. It seems like it from the photos he's been posting. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, so as we're talking before the show, it's been cold down here. And uh, thankfully, because of the cold, I have a cold now, so. So if my voice sounds a bit crackly or a bit nasally today, that's why. So I'll try my best. Yeah, it's not as deep Don't. as usual. No. I'm going to turn the bass up on my mixer then. <laughs> <laughs> That'll fix that. <coughs> oh, there he goes. Yeah. <coughs> sound like a fancy long oyster right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds like he had his mouth full too. Yummy. Ugh, I hate those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Nikki, how have you been? Ah, uh, yeah, not too bad. Still recovering from my nasal surgery, so there are plenty of colds, colds going around here too that are sort of trying to avoid, like the plague, because I can't really sneeze properly still. But, yeah, no, I'm same old, same old down here. So what, with, um, my wife had a nasal surgery a while back too. What, what, they ha- what did you have done? I mean, obviously, it was, was it to like fix a problem or...? Yeah, um, I've had quite, I get quite bad uh, sinus infections and like uh, blockages in my sinus, sinuses, and they discovered that I had a deviated septum on one side, and I could barely breathe in and out of my nose, Um, so they decided that they'd fix that, and while they were in there, they had a look and were like, oh, the other side's a little bit narrow too, how about we just widen that out for you, and while we're in there, we'll just, you know, cauterize both sides too, so I had the full treatment. Um, going on in there, and another I think that was almost four weeks ago, so I've got another two to three weeks of recovery to look forward to till all that gunk and crap really clears itself out yeah my uh she my wife had something similar she had a deviated septum that was fixed a couple of years ago, and then they went in and looked at it uh last year 
And I guess from what he said is she had sinus passages that never quite developed properly, so they weren't big enough or wide enough or whatever. And so yeah. he, he literally said it was like Roto-Rooter. He just took his little whatever tool they use, went up in there and opened everything up. And the first thing he told her when he, she woke up from surgery is be careful about how quickly she breathes in because she's going to feel yeah. air in parts of her head that she would never felt it before. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, well, she's still from, to this day every once in a while she'll take a deep breath. She's like, oh. And she'll like grab her head because it just it hits a spot that it has, you know, that she's spent the last 20, 30 some years of her life not ever having air hit there before. And yeah, <laughs> but I remember all the uh, the drainage and the crap that comes out after they they go around and knock them out out there. It's pretty gross. Oh, yeah. And it's because I still can't breathe in and out properly or sniff properly. So whenever I try and eat, you know, it's still quite hard to breathe out of my nose. So that's when it starts, you know, running a bit worse than usual when I'm eating or when I'm at the gym, just times when it really shouldn't be running, you're like, oh, crap. I really got to deal to this quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when they, they those, the, 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 I don't know if they would call them bandages or whatever, but the stuff they packed the sinus cavity with after the surgery, I've got a video of when they extracted that from my wife, and I, it's amazing how much they can cram up in that particular area of your head. It's crazy. Wow, well, I didn't have anything shoved up there. I just had a little gauze mustache I had uh, to wear under my nose. Uh, no, they had for her. It, it it almost looked like that stuff. That, I don't know if, I'm sure you guys have it, but over here we have the uh, when when meat's packaged up, they have that the, like the blood absorber on the bottom. It looked like yeah. one of those, and it, it was it was massive. And they had this. I mean, it was this huge thing, and they all of a sudden the doctor pulled it out of her nose, and it was damn near the size of like a golf ball, just elongated. I'm like, how <laughs> in the fuck did you fit all that up? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a big space up there. You'd be amazed. Yeah, it is. It's it's gross. The human body is disgusting at times. I know, and the best way to start a podcast is talking about it. Isn't it, though? (laughs) We always seem to start the podcast in a disgusting way, so I think people are used to it by now. Uh, If not, they should be. I mean, (laughs) we only bring the best. Yeah, we better do it in the first five minutes or someone might be listening. Oh, yeah, you know, I needed to talk to you about that. That it's funny because you keep throwing shit our way about that, and she was making that reference to just about any podcast, not just you. Yeah, I know. but I've, I've heard that you've kept up on it every show since then. So <laughs> you got to keep running a gag till it, it, it's run out, till it's dry. I understand that bleed bleed it till it's completely drained. Yeah, that's it. I'm good at doing that. Don't get sick of it, my jokes when I just keep <laughs> repeating them. Yeah, kind of like the the Fosters and the Outback thing that I keep yeah. doing to you every time I go to an Outback Steakhouse. I'm like, oh look, Killa, I'm eating your native food. Yeah, well, freaking everyone else does that too, especially the Fosters. <laughs> yeah, that's been a running gag for years. It has, and I've been nice about it lately, but it's it's about it's almost due. I'll I'll be sending something your way soon. Yeah, just when I yeah, think. What it, happened to Fosters Friday? Yeah, I gave up on that because I was getting too much shit back. So I thought if I stopped it, other people would stop it. Uh, it worked. <laughs> Until they listen to this, and they're like, yeah, Foster's Friday. Forgot about that. Oh, hey, fucking, we'll give it to Killer again this Friday. Well, usually I get... Next week, you're going to get inundated. Yeah, I, I get them on Saturdays, because America's day behind, so I'll wake up Saturday morning to all these Foster's bloody uh, references. So. Yeah, I, I try to do it on Thursdays, but I, I tend to forget that whole... Time travel is hard, you know? It's... You guys are in the future, and then not just in the future, but you're in the future, like not even like in a weird time. And 
Because it's like it's about ten o'clock for you, Kill, and around probably around eleven or twelve for Nikki. Yeah, it's twelve for Nikki, ten for me. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and see, it's a uh, it's five o'clock here in the evening on oh shit, is it Saturday. Yeah, it is yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I've been so busy today, I have no idea where I'm at right now. It's It's been crazy. Yes, I've seen you put a pool up. Yeah, we. Uh, it's starting to get hot here in Oregon, and, and hot for Oregonians is not the same as like hot for people in Australia or Arizona. We're pussies when it comes to the heat, so um, it's been warming up. And we got My parents gave us a pool, and so we got that set up today. I got the air conditioners installed and the windows in the house here, so we've been working on cooling things down. But I've been running all over the place since I woke up this morning between hardware stores and getting parts and stuff for the pool and, you know, so on and so forth. I've just been all over the damn place. And yeah, killing wasps. <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't get stung. That too. Did you get any stings? No, I've got this amazing um, wasp spray stuff. The, the, my company that I work for, we sell stuff to people who work out on, like, power lines and, and do, um, like, cable work and all that kind of stuff. So we have this uh, wasp spray that can shoot, like, a 30-foot, just a, it's like a fire hose. And so, and it's basically an instantaneous death for them too. So when I hit them with it, they just they they try to fly your direction, and about halfway down, they just drop because it just literally it burns them alive. It's some sort of a petroleum-based chemical. The nuclear just melts the wasps. It's amazing. I love it. Napalm for wasp. Yeah, napalm for wasp. It's great. So you just knock them out, kill them, and you knock the mess down and sweep it away, and on you go. Wow, that's good then. I found though they're vicious. I found that those nests are so intricate that you think you've killed them all, and then you go to like crack it open or stuff, and right in the middle is a whole bunch of really pissed off wasps. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I always t- I give it a good stomp and wait for that squishy sound when you hear them just kind of like, and then you know you're good at that point. So curb stomp it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, the, I you know I normally leave. I'm, I'm kind of like a leave insects alone especially if they're outside except for the wasps because they're just little bastards you know they they don't like honeybee leaves you alone other type of even yellow jackets for the most part won't bother you but wasps they see you coming they're like fuck you and they're gonna try to get you and i'm like nope i'm gonna get you first <laughs> get on the offensive real qu- no. real quick yeah yeah now i might change that too when if i you know when i get a chance to get to australia with some of those fucking spiders and droppers and shit you have I might just come in there fully loaded, ready to fight all the time. Who knows? Yes. I don't know if you saw the video of uh, I posted the other day of a a baby drop bear. Just put the, had to put yeah, the warning so up. cute and innocent. Yes, they do. But don't forget, they grow up to be vicious man-eating drop bears. So, yeah, that was a, that was funny. Like, yeah. yeah, that reminds me. I saw. I had somebody. Who was? It? I think it was somebody from work sent me an article about this marsupial. I don't remember what the hell it's called, um, but basically the males only live for a year or less, and the last like month of their lives is just them fucking uncontrollably until they die. Like literally, they have sex until they just fall over and keel of death. It's it was the craziest goddamn thing. I mean, what a way to go out, I guess. You know, just <laughs> yeah. and I'm spent. Funk. <laughs> yeah, where's that marsupial? Is it in Australia or was it? That I'm actually I'm trying to pull the article up right now. I'm hoping I can find it real quick. It's. Uh, I don't remember when she sent it to me, though, so it's one of those things i got to try to find the damn thing. Who knows if I will be able to or not. Yeah. Oh, wait, there it is. Yeah. Hold on. I'm pulling it up right now. I know this is a wonderful uh, radio, but hey, whatever. That's why we, we do, do it. We can. <laughs> and, of course, now the internet... Well, there it goes. Okay. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, Forest of Australia. Every year, just before spring... 
or let's see here. It's no, I, I, this guy's got a lot of random. No, I don't want to read that. What what kind of animal is this? Uh, I have Antechnus. I think that's how you pronounce it. A N T E C H I N U S. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it says. Uh, yeah, it just says they um the males they go around mating almost nonstop for an exhausting three weeks with single romps lasting as long as fourteen straight hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. And then um also the the other interesting fact on it too was that they uh the females when they have about a pack of uh or a litter or whatever you want to call it um it can be from up to like anywhere from as few as two to as many as four or five different fathers because it's just one big um <laughs> gangbang basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> The males just run around fucking all the girls, and then uh, eventually they, um, they literally their body kick, like, like their cortisol levels go nuts, and they're, they're, all these different hormones kick in to just basically make them sex machines, and then uh, they just hump it out till they die, and the females survive, have the babies, and then more male offspring are born, and the process continues next year. So, yeah. maybe I'll send that to you. We put it in the show notes if any or the listeners are interested in viewing yeah. it, but it was it was interesting. I mean, I guess it's not such a bad way to go. Well, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna die, yeah. If you had if a choice die, of that, well die while you're fucking. Yeah. yeah. Why not? So, um, I was posting something the other day about crackers, and Nikki, you asked me what a cracker is, and I. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Was it you or someone? I know what a, a cracker, cracker is. is. A white person. No. Yeah, I thought you did. It might have been someone else. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a firework. But what? Why I bring that up is uh, we've got the coin. Oh yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it might have been about something else, but yeah. 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 Okay. You say cracker. I say I think is in the thing you put a cheese on. Oh yes. Uh, tomato, tomato. Oh, what's yeah. the difference? Come on, guys. But anyway, it, so said, it's yeah. relevant for this weekend because it's the Queen's birthday long weekend here in Australia. So well, everywhere but WA. So that used to be our fireworks weekend until they banned uh-huh. them. So, yeah, they've been banned for, what, 29 years now for public consumption. In other words, buying, you know, you can, you've can got to be a professional to uh, to own and uh, let fireworks off. So we- do you guys not celebrate Guy Fawkes? No. Oh, okay. There you go. That's something I didn't know about Australia. Mm. The one place they do still... Uh, have big firework uh, weekend is uh, up in Northern Territory and it everyone just goes off. There's just fireworks everywhere and of course a lot of people get injured. That was the reason why they barred it here in New South Wales and other states followed. But there was always ways of obtaining them. You could go down to Canberra where they were still legal and uh, buy them. So me and my brothers used to do a special trip every year. Pick up a bunch of them and then... Um, Come back to Sydney and let them off where we could have gotten in trouble, but you didn't usually get in trouble, especially if you're doing New Year's Eve. But they've cracked down on it New Year's Eve too now. So one year, well, <coughs> I had a guy come around to work and he was selling them out of the back of his ute. So I got a big <laughs> bag of them. Called my brother. Go, do you want want you know one of these bags full of fireworks? So we got them and we had them for years. But then when the government was really cracking down on them, the coppers, we decided to uh, do one big final display on New Year's Eve so me and my brother Simon we're, we're setting it up and I got a, had a mortar so people standing around watching next thing the mortar fell over and fired the bloody thing straight at everyone 
I'm going to, <laughs> that was that was in the backyard, our small backyard. I said to Simon, um, let's move this out in the street where they can be a bit further away. So we're letting them off out in Dad's trailer, box trailer, and going well. And then my idiot young brother, Corey, decides, let's put one of these mortars in the neighbour's letterbox. And these neighbours only just moved in. So they were out for the night, and we did blew the letterbox the shit. And we're standing there <laughs> giggling, and then we look over my parents as watching us, and I'm waiting for the, oh, you idiots, you idiots, and they didn't say anything, so. <laughs> the guy comes home the next day, and Dad's out the front, and there's just fireworks, um, shit everywhere from being, you know, and uh, he goes, oh, you look like, look like you's had a good night. I said, yeah, yeah. And then he looks down, and his letterbox is blown apart. I'm pretty sure he worked out it was us, but nothing was said. <laughs> yeah, fun with fireworks. So I can see why they've got barred. People like me getting drunk and fire them off. So. Yeah, so they're yeah, trying we, to we, ban them we, here. Oh, sorry, go, go, Justin. No, no, you had Nikki, you're fine. Okay. I was going to say, they're trying to ban them here, but like the Guy Forks is a massive holiday here. Um, and they, even supermarkets and video stores are selling fireworks um, from the 1st of November, with Guy Fawkes being on the 5th of November. And they are, like, when I was younger, in my stupid days too, I used to do things like make sparkler bombs. So I don't know if anyone knows what they are. Yeah, I but do. But the sparklers, you know, the stupid little sticks that you light and um, you write your name and whatever with, they're for kids. If you tape a whole bunch of them together with duct tape and just leave one sticking out the top to ignite, um, yeah, you light them all and they just make a massive explosion out like a flower. I let one of those off in my hand accidentally once, which thankfully didn't do any damage. But, yeah, we used to do stupid shit like that all the time, tie them all together and blow stuff up. But um, nowadays I don't really like them as much because now that I've got pets and stuff and the pets, cats absolutely hate them, I wish that they would go to just having public displays, which are actually pretty cool. They have massive public displays here over Guy Fawkes. Yeah. Yeah, people buy them, uh, Guy Fawkes, they only sell them for five days, but people buy so many of them and then they hide them and then they yep. come out at random times of the year. you just be sitting there and you'll hear a big bang and you'll be like, oh shit, I guess someone's letting off fireworks tonight, randomly in the middle of May for no reason. Yeah. Oh, no, there's usually always a reason. I mean, it's because they're drunk or because they just got laid <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> they have, they think oh, yeah, they have totally. a good reason. You might not think it, but you know. We have something similar here, too. Uh, the 4th of July is coming up. It's our celebration of the Independence Day, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the strange thing is is that it, it's done by, on a state-by-state basis here. And so, um, in fact, here in Oregon, I wish they would either just completely ban them or they would loosen up a bit because we, basically our fireworks, they can't shoot anything more than four feet off the ground. So, yeah, we can get a hold of sparklers. And they have these things they call fountains. You light them off, and it, like, there's this little really pathetic display of sparks. And you go, oh, look, it's, it's, you know, yay, 4th of July. But if we just go north across the border into Washington, um, especially if you go into the, um, the reservations up there, then you, it's, it's pretty much no man's land. You can get whatever the fuck you want. And so every year there's just this massive, you know, everybody goes up north, and they, they get fireworks, and they bring them back down this direction. And so there's always people with mortars and shit going off all over the place around here. And so you'll hear sirens and cops trying to figure out what's being blown up where and who's doing it so they can find somebody to write a ticket to because it's a pretty good moneymaker for them because they, they do um, – it's a pretty hefty fine if you caught with them. But we had a similar incident to what you had, Killa. My in-laws, uh, they live up in the middle of nowhere up on this uh, mountain on this huge plot of land, so the cops are never, like, never up there. 
So the yearly tradition used to be that the day before the 4th of July, they would um, invite a bunch of friends and family up there, and we'd have this one just massive fireworks display, and they would spend quite a bit of money on this. Well, one year they had one, I don't remember where she was from, but it was somebody's friend or somebody invited somebody else. I don't remember how the relationship worked, but uh, it was her first year there, and it ended up being her only year there because we're all sitting in these chairs watching these fireworks go off, and somebody dropped some mortar into the tube after they light it, and the tube flipped over. And then, boom, it shot, it shoots off, and it was firing into the crowd of people. And it was like watching that bullet time from Matrix. It was like heading right for her face, and she shot backwards in her chair. And slow motion, as she's going back, this thing goes over the top of her head. And, I mean, it must have missed her face by a, a matter of maybe an inch to two inches. And then as it was about 10, 15 feet behind her, kaboom, and sparks go flying everywhere. And the kids are screaming because they're getting hit with, flint, you know, some of the uh, the sparks from it and whatnot. And, I never saw that lady again after she left that year. It was kind of, you know, it was pretty entertaining. That she just, you know, she's like, oh, fuck it, I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Uh, I bet you a lot of people have got fireworks stories. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, I've got so many from when I was a, a teenager. Jesus, we have, I got chased by the cops more times than I can count. <laughs> All because we want to blow stuff up. Oh, well, good old days. <laughs> Memories. Aww. So now, Nikki, I, I couldn't quite understand. Were you saying Guy Fox or Sky Fox with whatever it was you were celebrating or talking about a second ago? Guy Fox. Okay, what? Okay. Do, do not, I thought you said Sky Fox. I'm like, oh, you guys celebrate a video game? Sweet. No, oh, that's Skylanders. No, there's Fox, a Sky, Sky Fox, Fox video game, too. It came out like 84. Oh, that, did he have a hat? I like, think so, yeah. I vaguely remember like what you're talking about. I don't know that's what it was called. <laughs> well, I was just going to be impressed that you guys celebrated every year. But... Yeah. And so you know what Guy Fawkes is, though, right? Uh, nope. You don't know what Guy Fawkes is? Remember, remember? I, I'm not sure that I'm... Okay, gotcha. I, I, your accent, my, my your accent, my lack of ability to think today is not helping me. So, I, I remember now. Yeah, you got as soon as you said that, I got it. So, my my bad. <laughs> oh, you're right. Some people might not know what Guy Fawkes is. So, or who? Go Guy ahead and Fawkes break it down for us. Go break it down. Well, I don't know the exact yes. details. It's a very very long time ago in Britain, someone decided that they wanted to blow up um, all the parliamentary buildings. And his name was Guy Fawkes. And for some reason, we celebrate that every year. There's a movie about it. <laughs> yeah, nice. V from Vendetta. V from Vendetta, yeah. Around. Oh, yeah, see? Now it's all coming together. And that mask, the Guy Fawkes mask. mask. Yeah, that's the Guy mm-hmm. Fawkes mask. What, yeah. Kabuto the Python, mm-hmm. the rapper wears? Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, so I think the beginning of that movie tells the story of Guy Fawkes, doesn't it, with the guy going through the tunnel? Yep. I haven't seen it in a while. So, neither have I. Yeah. But yeah, for some reason you know, we decided to celebrate that. So, well, it's always fun to celebrate the overthrowing of your government. You know, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hell, we do it every time with the Independence Day. You know, it's a celebration of us claim our independence against you, your guys as uh, overlords. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Independence Day was when you um, won Earth back from the aliens. Well, that you know, yes, that that happened after Will Smith welcomed you know welcomed the aliens to Earth. Exactly. 
uh, that movie. I guess they're making, they're doing a, um, what is it? Is it a sequel or I can't, I, it's a sequel. I've heard, oh yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to work. <laughs> eh, aliens, like, explosions. Like, yeah, but I mean, like, it's one of those things you you got to think about the storyline. Is it going to be like, you know, that the alien that he punched out and like killed with his like, pissed off cousin coming down for vengeance or is it going <laughs> to, I'm just not sure oh, how no. they're going to tie the whole plot line together. Apparently, that wasn't a whole fleet of aliens that came to take over Earth. That was just like a scouting group. Apparently, there's even more aliens somewhere. They got pissed off about what happened, but it must have taken them like 20 years to work out what had happened before they came back again. Like I said, time travel's hard. Yeah, time travel is hard, especially when it's space time travel. Exactly. You know, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that makes a little more sense then. I was, because at first I. And, you know, I probably should have, I guess, maybe put a little more effort in trying to think that out. But I'm not one of those guys that sits there and overanalyzes a movie or tries to get that deep into it. I just, if it's a good bang, shoot em up movie, I enjoy it. And every once in a while, I don't mind when it makes me think and all that. But I don't, some people tend to, like, really get into the nitty-gritty of, like, the ins and outs and all the backstories and all these theories. And it's like, okay, well, that's, go outside and play. Do something, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, movies like that, you just enjoy for what it is, and you just don't think about it too much. Well, you know, and where else are you going to get Will, uh, Will Smith saying, welcome to Earth? I mean, it's just... Not even <laughs> it. It's not in the second one. I know. it's That's kind of a bummer. You know, it's one of those things that he kind of made the first movie, so it's... It, I don't know. I, I'm always I'm always trepidatious about these kinds of sequels where they're like, well, we have like, you know, 85% of the cast signed on. It's like, well, this person was like a, a core part of the movie. Are you just going to like write him out, say that he got, he died or something like that or some stupid thing? Or like right now they're currently trying to do a, uh, what is it, a Full House reboot or, or, or sequel that's yeah, yeah. going to be called Fuller House? Yes. It's, it's... Yeah. And so they've got like, they've got a bunch of people signed on except for like the Olsen twins and like one or two other key characters. It's like, okay, so. Are they just going to be forever, like, you know, in, you know, you guys are in San Francisco and they moved to New York, or how, why are we doing this again? Well, that that's ba- basically going to be one of the daughters. It's about her family and her kids. Yeah, Candace Cameron, yeah. or, or yeah. DJ, sorry, DJ. DJ yeah. And um, I don't think, uh, now, blocking on names, her, her father in the the show, He, I don't think he's back. Uh, Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner, and... um. The guy to drum for the Beach Boys, um, Je- uh, be Jesse, Uncle Jesse. The Uncle Jesse. I don't think they're in it. Oh, Uncle Jesse, yeah. The other uncles in it, and as you said, the Olsen twins don't want to be in it because they've moved on. They're into their clothing line now, or whatever. And drugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I say, they're very into looking like Skeletor right now. Mm. So. <laughs> but the thing is, they even though they both were in it, they're playing one character, so they can yeah. s- still go in it. One week at well, you. One of them one... still looks relatively normal, right? Yeah. There's one that's really thin, yeah. and there's the other there's one. There's one that's like super light. She's like Auschwitz thin, and the other one's not so bad. <laughs> I actually know which one's which, but no. Mary Kate's <laughs> the one that's all bloody anorexic, and was the one that was with Heath Ledger when he died, and Ashley's the one that still looks normal. Yeah, see, that's a lot further than I've ever gone into it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if it's involving Heath Ledger, I know which one's which. That's, yep, I can understand that completely. 
poor old Heath. Yeah, yeah that, that's... Yeah, well. Lest we forget, right? No. Mm. <laughs> so, unless we oh, forget. my God, my eyes. Sorry, my I've got my allergies are kicking up today, so my eyes keep itching, so it's distracting me. Excuses. I'm sure that was interesting to nobody but me, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> it seems, I have to, I'm just going to put it out there. It seems really weird without having Joel kicking in every once in a while yeah, and dropping one of those grenade jokes. So I'm, always, I'm sorry to the listeners yeah. if it seems a little helter skelter. It, it's always, I'm always off when Joel's not here. It's always, I don't know. Well, it doesn't help that you have a cold, too. Mm, that's the other thing. <laughs> and plus, other stresses going on in my life. Continually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even more come up today about that issue. Oh, fun. Yeah, I can't go into details on here, but yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all morning has been talked about with Donna. So, just before I go on the podcast, she's talking about all this stuff, which is getting me stressed and having to make decisions and yeah. Yeah, adulting is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now we're having you know, similar worries and stresses with uh, Jody start you know starting up her own business and whatnot, doing the real estate thing, and it's not taking off quite as fast as we were anticipating it would, and so it's been a little bit stressful over here too, as far as making ends meet and all that jazz. It's it's it it makes life interesting, I guess, is the best way to put it, without you know freaking out. Yeah. Plus, I've got my stress at work. One of the guys, he's away for two months. My mate does the spray painting. So the guy that works in the factory with me has to go into the booth and do the spray painting. So we're one man down on the floor, So, which means I've got to cover the gap, plus do all my work as well. And it's uh, becoming a bit annoying. So that's why you're wearing your superhero mask the other day in that picture. No. You, you know, super killer to mm. take care of business. Well, that, that's thanks to Nero. He made that up for me. Because I was superimposing Australia over, over the USA, just to show how big the country is. Australia is not that big compared to the USA, is it? Yes. I thought it was way smaller than that. No, it, it's the same width. Okay. Is uh, it really? Yeah. Have a look at the photo yeah. I posted. Because I, I found... <laughs> this sounds this it sounds an awful it lot. It is true. I was going to say this. This conversation sounds an awful lot like the guy that's trying to overcompensate for his penis. Like, no, 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 look at the width. Look at the width, see? I'm telling you, it's, there, there's at least four inches there. <laughs> so, it is. I'm telling but, you, I'm hung like a beer can. Yeah, not a Foster's can. <laughs> oh, man, the random places we go. So, yes, now I'm... I don't know. I've got different names. People put different names to it. Captain Australia, and there was a Foster's gag in there. Of course. Uh, of course. There's always a Foster's gag. I mean, come on. It's it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny till you drink the beer. Then it's not too funny. Yeah, no, for me, it's one of those things that it... it it's funny because it shows just how ignorant or stupid or I don't know what the exact correct term would be for it but just how unapologetic maybe the Americans are about how crass we can be about other cultures and and the way we see things because those commercials are pretty uh 
they're they're pretty just like it, 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 it's just like every stereotypical thing you can think about there as far as being Australian goes. They just shove it in there like it's like oh yes, this is Australian. It's the way it's supposed to be. And here's our shitty beer. It's Australian for beer too. So it just makes you guys look like a bunch of luddites. And it's like no, you know. It, and it makes us look bad too, because here we are. It's just it's, it, it's showing how ignorant we are of the world viewpoint. I, it's always been like I don't like that kind of marketing. Yeah, there's plenty of videos online of uh, Americans being interviewed about what do you think Australia's like. What you know, and it's always the stereotypical things like oh, there's kangaroos jumping down the middle of um, George Street in the city, and uh, you know, one thing is true is that, that drop bears exist. That's the only thing that's really true. Yeah. <laughs> and Speaking of kangaroos, did you see that uh, that like roided out kangaroo yeah. that I uh, tagged you in on yeah, the post? Yeah, I had a, a friend here in Australia. He posted it to me the day before you p- tagged me in the post, and uh, he, re- my friend Mark here, he goes, "He, this can be the hero of the drop bear movie." <laughs> <laughs> God, that thing was fucking massive. Yeah, they are. It's, they're huge. A big yeah, but it was just—it looked like. I mean, I've—I've I've seen those kangaroo. I've seen kangaroo, or I should say, I have seen them in person. I've seen pictures before, and I, I know they're big and they're muscular. But that thing, literally, he just looked like one of those meatheads you see at the gym. that's like <clears throat> I lift, <clears throat> and just you know, it was just the veins bulging through his arms and everything. It was just—I I would not want to tangle with a regular kangaroo, let alone that one. Yeah, they can fuck you up pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't imagine getting kicked by one of those things. I mean, I, from what the article said, it could kill you. Yeah, they they get back on their, their tail and kick with their their uh, bottom legs, and they've got a claw on it, like a what do you call it? The claw on the inside, really cut you up. The, uh, there's a word for it. The mandible? Uh, no, oh. I can't think of it. <laughs> Same with the platypus. They have a similar thing on their back legs, and um, and it's got poison in it as well. So. Even when you think of a platypus being all cute and all, all weird, whatever you want, to, they're still dangerous too. But luckily, well, of course, how else can one be a secret spy on Phineas yeah, and Ferb? I mean, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Good old platypus or platypi, if there's more than one. Yeah, it's always a weird way for us to uh, randomize or pluralize words: platypi, octopus, I, uh, octopi. It's like when you're talking about sinuses before. Wouldn't you call them Sinai? Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so it's it not depends. What day is it again? <laughs> no, I think it's play with the pussy, right? Plat- no, no, that's pussy. what I did last night. Sorry, never mind. I got things confused there. <laughs> As Joel would say, whoa. whoa. Yeah. So, uh... I think I'm on a pull of Joel here and uh, kill it. Is it. Are we getting close to that time yet? Uh, getting close enough. And uh, what are we at? I've only been going for just over half an hour. Okay, I, I I can't see my counter from here, so I wasn't sure if I was like not doing my job at keeping you in line or no. what's going on. Oh, no, we're all right. Uh, we have no voicemails. A word. Oh yeah, I was. You know, I, I I didn't do it this. I mean, I can I can pull something up really quick. I just. Ahead of time, it was kind of weird. Like I wasn't going to call in on a show that I was going to be on because that's like opening up a weird wormhole. Um, but if you guys want to chit chat about something, I can find something really quick. Yeah. Yeah, or, or just to put it on its head, I'm sure me or Kala could come up with some words that are relative to our countries. That yeah, actually, you, no you know what? I like that idea. 
I like that idea better. Why don't you guys drop one on me, and uh, I'll see if I can figure yeah. the fuck out. All right, Nikki, you get one. I'll see if I can find one. All right, one. hang on. How do I get chat to come up so I can type the word in? There you go. Yeah, I've got to find chat. This new Skype so, version is it's fucking with me. I hate it. I can never get the chat open. I can only open it when someone sends me a chat like that. Okay, got it. Um, oh, where'd it go? It went away. No. <laughs> just, I'll just type it. Oh, wait, there it is. It just went K. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Wakatana. So Wakatana. I'm going to go with uh, Wakatani. Close. Do you know what it is, Killer? No, I went Wakatana. No, it's Fakatane. Oh, yes. Yes. I've heard of it. Fakatane, huh? Fakatane. Yeah, Fakatane, which is really funny because my friend used to go out with a guy called Tane. So every time we would drive up there, he would just laugh at ours. You hear about the Fakatane? <laughs> okay, so what is a Fakatane? It's a town, isn't it? No, it's just a city. It's a oh, city. Oh, it's a city. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It's a Maori name. Yeah. Maori. Got lots of now, is that like the the Aboriginals of uh, yeah, it's the New Zealand? Or? Yep. That's. Yep. Well, actually, no. See, like the I real said, ones are the Moriores. They're more ours. The Moriori's are actually the really oh, real indigenous oh. people, but then all them um, they got eaten. <laughs> well, maybe they were the one that ate the Maoris. I don't remember, but they're not here anymore. Ate the Maoris and got poisoned. They died. Now you're just making shit up, Nikki. Well, I'm not making shit up. Yeah, I should actually <laughs> spell it out for everyone at home, shouldn't I? Yes. Although the, uh, no one would probably have to understand what I'm saying. That, that, yeah, uh, yeah. So the the, the fakatane is a W H A K A T A N E. I'm not sure where the F comes into play, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. W H is pronounced F. Ah, uh, see, like I said, back to that whole American. We view the world as everything is incorrect unless it's our way. And there we go. So, <laughs> so the that other word, uh, Haratonga. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Haratonga. I got it. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. So Haratonga is that like the is that the New Zealand equivalent to a Bigfoot or? <laughs> no, no, that's just a, um, <laughs> a city like or a little town, not even ten minutes from where I live. Ah, isn't that Hobbit Town? Isn't that what? Hobbit Town. Oh, Hobbiton. <laughs> no, that's up north. That's a wee way away from me. I live next to Rivendell and Isengard. Chirping See, I like. I have to say, I, I do like all your guys' town names. It, it makes you sound like you're, you know, you're you're Thor. I mean, you're like I live next to Rivendell. <laughs> Whereas some of our city names are just like it, Vancouver, <laughs> Portland. Now here's a word, just because I'm. Now you've got me on a roll, and because you said. Uh, I can give you a bit of background about what this is. When you said our Bigfoot. Ah, Taniwa. See, I would have thought that was like, you know, uh, no, even if I'm pronouncing what did it correctly. We just learn the about the the word... Oh, Tanifa, right? Ah, yeah, I'm Tanifa. learning. See? Yeah, Tanifa. So that, just looking at that word, it makes me think of like it's it's a uh, nickname for, you know, Poon. Yeah. <laughs> 
a tanifa is a sea monster that eats people. Nice. See, that's how you get your kids it's to like go to sleep a, at night. It's like a logical creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to sleep or maybe the tanifa can meet you. Yeah, stuff sharks. We've got tanifas. They're gonna eat Okay, you. so is that like the distant cousin to the Loch Ness then? Quite possibly, but maybe a bit older. Got it. Yeah, sorry, I just found it on Wikipedia. So, oh, that's interesting. Huh. Crazy. Yeah. All right, Killis, was it that time now? Yeah, we'll get to that time. Got to find my assembled. Right, it is that time. Thanks, Justin, for reminding me. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for random. All right. Thanks, Justin, from the Bad Pairing Podcast for that intro. Oh, shit, you're there. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Now, did I, did I forget to send you the updated intro for this week? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, shit. I, I, as you would oh, say, I oh, you did. Up. Actually, you did. My fault, my fault, my fault. You did. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, too late. Like, no, it's too late. We'll, we'll save it for next week. I yeah. was like, they caught me off guard here, my, myself in my ears when I wasn't speaking. It was kind of like, what is yeah. going on? Yes, so. I forgot. We got... Yes, 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 yes. Well, yeah, let's save it for next week. Yep. <laughs> so. All right. So, first question, and, uh, we'll, and these, once again, are from, as Joel would say, the lovely Maybellina. Um, have you ever fallen for a scam? Mm. No. Have you ever what? Fall for a scam. Fallen for a scam. Got oh, scammed. for a scam. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually just tweeting Maybellina because she just tweeted at us. So I don't think I have. If I have, they scare me good because I didn't know. Because <laughs> they're still scamming you, right? <laughs> I don't know. Got scammed into doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for it's for that podcasting money. Come on, Killer. We don't oh, yeah, know what we're here that, for. A huge paycheck I get for this, yeah. right? Yeah. I only make coffins because I like doing it. <laughs> don't do it for the money. I don't get all my money from podcasting. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how we make our millions. Mm. So, Nikki, what about you? Have you ever fallen for a scam? No, I haven't ever fallen for a scam. I'm sorry. It's very boring. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that I can say that I have either. Um, you know, I, mean, you can, I can think back to, like, stupid shit in, like, elementary school when people try to tell you something and you're just too young and stupid to know better, but... As far as I have an actual, like, legitimate, like, you know, those, uh, we've got a Zimbabwean king that wants to send you millions of dollars. All you have to do is send us your bank account information or any of that kind of crap. I've never been taken by anything like that. So I can't think of a time that, so yeah, I'm going to say no, too. So that one, yeah, that was pretty easy. We, well, we get them all the time then, on the phone. They ring mm-hmm. up and they go, oh, someone, someone at this place has been, you know, you've been involved in a car accident, you know, and... <clears throat> I always go, fuck off, it's a scam, but my mate played with them for ages and then turned around and goes, I don't own a car, I don't have a license, so I go, fuck yourself. (laughs) 
Eh? Yeah, we um we we uh, the news over here, at least in in Oregon, we hear quite a bit about like these older people that uh that um like they'll get a phone call and and somehow they'll get scammed out of like you know all their retirement money and this and that and and it's it's one of those things that for me it's kind of a catch twenty two because it 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 upsets me that somebody's preying on the elderly like that and taking advantage of people who don't necessarily understand technology or know how these things work. But at the same time, it also pisses me off that some of the stuff that these people come up with, it's like, how could you ever even remotely believe that that's true? Like some prince in Nigeria wants to let you inherit his millions? Really? That's, I mean, even if you didn't understand like internet or any of the news, you should, that, that should just, for me, that should, I would think it would ring alarm bells, but at least once or twice a, a year, we have this elderly woman scammed by somebody out of all her retirement cash tonight at six. Yeah. I think sometimes the elderly people just want someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lonely. Yeah, take all my money. I'll have it. a reporter come talk to me. <laughs> all right. What's the next one? All right. So that... thing Sorry, that? Is that where that catfish thing is? Catfish. You know that program? They go and try and catch the people that are doing those scam type things or not? I've never seen it. I don't know, but. No, I'm, I, I, when you said that, I was thinking of um, the other one where the guy goes around and tries to catch pedophiles, but that's not the same thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two dis- definitely de- separate topics there. All right, so uh, next question. Um, do you have a favorite fair food? Yes. Pluto pups. Now, you remember what they are, Justin? I told you. What? A corn dog. Uh, is it a corn dog? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Every time I go to the Easter show, definitely got to have one of them. Well, you and my son would get along swimmingly. This kid, my my youngest man, that kid is all about hot dogs and corn dogs. If, if he could just subsist off those, if we would allow him to subsist off those, he would. Everything that revolves around, uh, you know, he wants a hot dog or want a corn dog. In fact, one time Jody got distracted by something. I don't remember what happened, but she had tossed some corn dogs in the oven and was making them up and. Uh, got distracted. Somebody fell down somewhere and hurt themselves or whatever, and she got back to him. And they had burnt, and ever since then, it's like he's he's scarred for life. So whenever she's going to make him, he's like, "Mommy, please don't burn the hot dogs. Please, please don't burn." And he's, he's always like super worried that she's gonna torch his corn dogs again. So, um, yeah, I think you would just you and him would probably just be two peas in a pod. Isn't that what Jody's good at, according to Facebook? Burning hot dogs. What, what, burning hot dogs. <laughs> Isn't that what they post said? What is mommy good at? Burning hot dogs. Or is yeah, it what? Like I said, it, it, it scarred him for life. <laughs> How long ago was it? Oh, this happened months ago. I mean, it's got to have been probably four, four or five months that this happened. And it's still the first thing that comes to his mind. <laughs> so much so that, yeah, what the question, what is mommy good at? Burning hot dogs. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's going to be a real good ego boost for the wife there, you know? <laughs> Uh, Nikki, what about you? Do you have a favorite fair food? Well, I got really confused when you said fair. Because we don't have mm-hmm. fairs here. We have carnivals. Same thing. Oh, same difference. It is the same thing, but you said fair, and I had to stop and think for a second. It's like So we, we have like summer carnival, spring carnival. Yeah, like we had the Royal Easter so, Show. Yeah. I class that as a fair. Yeah, I just got really confused. But, um, you know, I'm on the same boat. I'm all about the hot dogs. Hmm. But our yeah, hot dogs see, are nowhere near as good as American hot dogs. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, same here. I like the Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it, you know, it really depends on what you get over here, too, because we, we've definitely got different levels of hot dog. You've got, like, the good ones, and then you've got the ones that are just, like, quite literally the, the processed lips and assholes of the animal that just, it's, it's gross. <laughs> Those are the best ones. <clears throat> The ones that you get from the 7-Eleven for like three for a dollar. I could live off those. Oh, yeah. You know, I did in high school. It, no, <laughs> seriously, in high school I had this scam going. My um, we I, I grew up fairly, you know, not a lot like destitute, but we didn't have a lot of money. And so we got the, we have this, uh, like a reduced lunch program. If your family's income is under a certain level for a certain number of people in the family, blah, 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 then they'll give you, you can get, you can buy the lunch tickets for the school food at a reduced price. So my parents would diligently buy me these tickets, you know, on this uh, for lunch at this reduced price. And I had somebody I went to school with that, for whatever strange fucking reason, really, really liked the school food. And it, it was not good stuff. Um, but what I would do is I would sell her my, my ticket for the day. I, I'd sell it to her for like a, a buck, 20, buck, 50, something like that. And um, then I would go to the local 7-Eleven and they had a special where it was three corn dogs for 99 cents. And so for ninety nine cents, and then it was all the free, like all the chili and cheese sauce you could have. So I'd get, I'd get the boat, the little cardboard boat thing that the corn dogs came in, slide it off to the side, and fill that fucker with cheese and chili sauce, and then dip those in it. And that's what my lunch consisted of. And then when I was running my uh, my free sprite sprite scam, I would use those to uh, to get free sodas off the Seven Eleven too. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have those over there. Over there. Uh, you guys ever have like the little bottle cap things where you pop it over and sometimes you win a free drink? Yeah. Yeah, from yeah. time to time. So, yeah, from time to time. For the longest time, at least here locally in Portland, we for like, I don't know, it was like a two-year stretch. They had uh, the Coca-Cola company was really big into like, you know, get a free Coke or get a free Sprite. And um, I, I noticed one day, being the computer nerd that I am, that the uh, font they used for the free Sprite cap was a font that was readily available on a Windows machine. <laughs> so I went to the computer lab at school and printed off like a, an entire ream of papers worth of just free Sprite over and over and over again. And what my buddies and I would do is we'd take those and we'd use a, a, a Sharpie marker that was a blue color. And we would color them to be the same color blue as the cap of the Sprite bottle was. And then we'd peel the little, those little plastic membrane layer thing off the inside of the cap. And we'd uh, cut the little piece of paper out so that it would fit in the cap. And then we'd put the membrane back in and kind of touch it up. And... I don't know how he got away with it, but for the longest time, this lady that worked at the 7-Eleven just thought my buddies and I had like this this wonderful luck because we'd just walk in there and we'd pay for our, our food, our corn dogs, or whatever we got, and then we'd drop a cap on there and go, oh, yeah, I won again. And so then we have a, a, a bottle recycling fee that we pay when we buy drinks here in Oregon that you, you get back when you recycle the bottle. It kind of encourages you to be green, I guess. Um, so it would just cost us five cents. So for, you know, like a buck, a dollar, dollar four, we'd have three corn dogs and a Sprite for lunch, and... Got away with that for well over a year at school. I'm not sure how they didn't pick up on it, but they didn't. So, yeah, interesting. So as far as I'm concerned when it comes to fair food, um, I, we have the same thing, or I should say, uh, uh, over at least for in Oregon, it's different. You, you can have a carnival or a fair depending on, the, I guess, what the size of it is. For us, a carnival is more of like a small thing you find in a parking lot, like a local church, something like that. Whereas we have like statewide, or not statewide, but uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, statewide fairs that are much, much larger. Um, and we have, uh, you guys ever heard of elephant ears? Nope. Nope. Nikki, how about you? Okay. Nope. Well, it's, you, maybe you should have one when you come over here to visit us. It's this uh, deep fried concoction of like this bread and cinnamon sugar mixture thing that is just, like they, they literally, they take this like dough 
and they put um they deep fry it and they just dump a and fucking ass load of cinnamon sugar all over it and it's like the most wonderfully delicious and awesome thing you can ever get from the fair and it's also kind of like the only thing that I trust getting at the local fairs too because some of those vendors they just don't seem like they're the cleanest. Hmm. Hmm. So sort of yeah, like no, it's it's it, it. I I think it would be closer to like fry bread, maybe, because um, it, it's massive. It's like the size of a plate. It's just this big hunk of dough that they just drop into this thing, and then they dump. And it's it's by the time it's done frying, it's very light and fluffy, and kind of a. It's hard without actually having you eat one. It's really hard to explain it. I, mean, I think you can find them on Google though, and at least kind of get the idea. Yeah, because the kind of donuts that we have at fairs are sort of like that. They're a lot different than your donuts that you'd normally mm-hmm. get from anywhere. Yeah, they're just yeah little white little bits of dough, and they just chuck them in a fryer, and then they kill them with cinnamon. Well, maybe it's the same thing. That, yeah, it might it might it actually sounds pretty damn close to what the, the uh, elephant area yeah. is, but then yeah, so. so they're generally quite small. The donuts that they sell at fairs and carnivals here that look like that. Yeah, but you know us fat ass Americans, we gotta do everything big. So yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, but I was going to say, Justin, when you send um, Trent over here, when you get bored of him, um, he'll be <laughs> probably not that impressed with most of our hot dogs. But our fish and chip shops have, like, waffle dogs, where the hot dogs, you know, is put into a waffle batter and Ooh, put on a stick. God. And that's really awesome. Or we just put them in batter like you put on your fish, which you probably won't understand because I don't know if you have battered fish. But we just We'd, yeah douse them in batter and cook them that way, too. So we've got heaps of different versions of hot dogs that you guys won't have. Got it. Yeah, no, the the waffle dog would be right up his alley because that's like taking a couple of Trent's favorite things and mashing them together into one big orgasm of yum. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, he, yeah he'd definitely be into so. that. Well, there you go. Maybe we can put him to work at the fish and chip shop making <laughs> waffle dogs. There you go. Now, are you sure you don't want the other two as well? I'll give you a good price for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to sell them when they get here. <laughs> that's right you're going to sell them and we're going to split the proceeds that's what we came up with I remember now yep. yes <laughs> yep. we're going to sell the older two for child labor because they're older and then we'll hold on to Trent for now until he's outlived his usefulness you know I don't know that he could outlive his usefulness though he is very very good with the ladies that kid man he is such a little <laughs> cutie pie and he knows how to flirt and my god I, he's one of those kids that like you wish you had when you were single so you could because he, he would help you he'd help your game I mean all he could do is help you. You can only get better when he's around. I better look out when I come over then. Exactly. And, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do my best and try to make sure he doesn't try to, uh, you know, <laughs> molest your boobs. That kid's got a huge <laughs> boob fetish. He just walks up to random girls and will grab on. And I keep telling him he's got to knock it off, but, or at least enjoy it now while he still can. But at some point, he's going to get old enough. He's going to start getting smacked for it. So. Yeah. At least now he's sort of young enough that it's kind of okay and cute. And... Kind of. He, he's getting to that age now where it's, it's he knows that it, he shouldn't be doing it. We know that he shouldn't be doing it. The person getting it accosted definitely knows he shouldn't be doing it. So it's starting to outlive its usefulness, but he's t- taking advantage of it while he still could. Oh, adorable. <laughs> he can be. Other times he can be a right pain in the ass. Yeah, boys are. My kids are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got one more there, Justin? No, that was the only two. Uh, two? Yeah. I had two. 
Yeah, he, he's, he sent me two per episode. Oh, so two per episode. Not... All right, the other two are for next week. Yeah. Okay. Correct, correct. Yeah. Well, you could use all four You're... of them now. No, it was... it's no problem. I'm sure we could find some more by next week. <laughs> That's very true. If, if maybe they don't want to contact us directly, I mean, if you want to keep going, I can do that, and we'll have her send, send them no, to me instead we'll, of to him. We'll save them. Okay. Okay. Poor Nikki feels like she's going to miss out. Oh, well. <laughs> I find these well, are the hey, most we, interesting parts of the show is there are some random could, sometimes. You know what, though? We, we could just go for, do it off the cuff and just come up with our own random questions. We've asked maybe Lena's. Maybe we could just make up our own now. Mm, yeah, we could. <laughs> but it requires I think, thinking. That's right. I, well, that and I think <laughs> Kill is still just, he's not quite with it with being sick and having the cold and everything. Mm-hmm. No. I think he wants to go back to his bed and take a nap. Yeah, I'll go back to my recliner and wrap myself in a blanket and watch some TV. <clears throat> Have your kitty cat watching. crawl up in your lap and yep. snuggle. Yep, that's what's been happening. You going to watch anything interesting? No. Whatever junk they throw on TV. <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty straightforward answer. Nope. No. I'm going to watch the trash. They're going to step down my face. Yeah, there's always some trashy show on. Probably something like Swamp People or freaking one of those alligator shows or... Mountain monsters. I wait to what four o'clock this afternoon for the football. My team's not playing today. They play tomorrow. Uh-huh. Well, that actually brings up an interesting question for me, if you don't mind uh, humoring me for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got all that bullshit reality television that all that just all all the time. It's like Christ. The, there's a the Kardashians and all that other stuff. Do they have like Kiwi and Aussie versions of that or? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no, it's just us American idiots. Okay, thanks. We have a ton of thanks re- for making me feel good, guys. Yeah, we do. We've got the Real Housewives of Melbourne. <laughs> um, what we get a lot of is um, renovating shows. A show called The Block. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Kitchen and, shows and renovating shows. Yeah, we have, but nothing else. My Kitchen Rules. Uh, yeah, it's either a cooking reality show or a, a bloody renovating a house or. So there's two different ones at the moment. Renovation Rumble, which is contestants from the block taking on uh, contestants from House Rules, which is on the other channel. So Channel 7 have House, house Rules, so what Channel 9 did, the old contestants from that, they got them to take on the, the block members, and they got to renovate a house in a week, each team. Nice. Yeah. We actually have one similar to that, um... Uh, what is it called? Renovation realities, and it's it's one of my guilty pleasures. It's one of the few things I actually do watch. Um, it is uh, basically they they find these couples, and I don't, I don't I'm not sure how you know real or set up it is or anything like that. But the the, the whole what it's supposed to be is they uh, these couples are going to take on a renovation project in their house, like they're going to redo their bathroom or add a master bedroom suite or whatever. And basically, this camera crew sits back and uh, just films the entire fucking thing, yeah. and it's always funny because you get these dipshits that are like they'll come into they'll, they'll tear open a wall and they'll find a, an electrical wire. They're like, oh well, I'll just go ahead and cut it, and they won't kill the electricity, and and they just cut through the wire. Then all of a sudden you see the sparks fly and somebody screams and the power blinks out. And I've always thought it would be interesting to be on that film crew and and like especially if you knew something and you're just like you don't want to do that, but you, at the same time you don't want to ruin quote unquote good TV. So you just gotta sit there stupid and try not to laugh and or silent and try not to laugh while these people do something stupid. Um, but then it just, it's funny to watch the fights that the couples get into because, you know, if you've ever had to work closely with your partner and, and, you know, eventually, you know, 
tempers start to flare and things elevate and one person thinks it should be done this way and the other person thinks that person's a dumbass for wanting them to do it that way and so it's it's entertaining but like I said it's my guilty pleasure yeah well it's like relationship tests if you have to put together furniture or anything like that and you can't <laughs> you know make it through it without literally killing each other then you know you shouldn't be together but if you just you know argue and you know, someone storms off and you get over it, then you know that you're good to, you know, live with that person or whatever because you can get through anything if you can get through that. Yes, and that's actually <laughs> funny. You mentioned it that way because uh, my uh, Jody and I, we we before we lived in the house we're in now, we actually remodeled and renovated a basement that um, was at her, her mom's house. And that, that was the agreement is we'd live up there for a while rent-free while I was doing the renovation work or Jody and I were doing the renovation work downstairs. And... One of the one of the I I can't even I I've lost count how many times I would look at her and go you know if I tried this with my ex one of us would end up in a body bag so the <laughs> fact that you and I are making it through this shows something true you know I think we're going to be okay I mean we'd yeah. have our little our little tiffs and whatnot and like you said we'd go to our separate corners and lick our wounds for a second and then come back and try to re rehash it and figure it out but yeah I could never even remotely come anywhere close to thinking that I could survive something like that with my ex and actually come out of it without wanting to kill her or being killed. It sounds silly, but it's it's very true. <laughs> it is. IKEA putting relationships to the test, one dresser at a time. Yeah. Well, yes. When if we have to do anything like that around here, I just tell Donna, Dory, I'll do it by myself. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> just go down to the the, the shopping mall. <laughs> and she usually goes, "Yep. If you need a hand, me hold to hold anything, I'll come and hold." But so no, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. Always ends up looking like a coffin, but that's a different story. <laughs> Are you sure that's a bookshelf? Think... Um, yeah, I just put shelves inside a coffin. What do you want? Hell yeah, that would actually. You know, I would actually buy one of those. Don't worry, I've been, cool. been asked to make them before when I was at Tech well, at TAFE College when I was apprentice. Have you ever thought about starting your own business? Yeah, I have, but I don't have um, the proper equipment, like saws and, or I don't even have a garage. Set up. Well, that, that, that was very mad of you to admit the fact that you don't have the proper equipment. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a good first step. <laughs> so. Yeah. I did think about making up. I used to make little ones up when I worked at the old coffin factory for like people put like bottles of Jack Daniels in them for gifts for people, for, like twenty first presents and stuff. Okay. So I had plans of doing that, but then. Uh, Never got around to it. Now I don't have access to my my father's garage, so cause he's got all the tools. Uh, yeah, because I I think they, I, 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 at least here locally in Oregon, I think that would actually take off quite a bit. Coffin shaped furniture and bookshelves and whatnot. We've got enough weird people in Portland here that would probably just you can make a killing. But see, that's how, that's your way to America. <laughs> you come here, you live in Portland, you make coffin shaped furniture, and you, you, there's your millions right there, dude. Got yeah, it done. Done. I'll start a Kickstarter. There we go. Get Killer to America. To start his killer coffin business. Killer coffin furniture. There you go. See, you even, boom, name. You've got the hardest parts done. You've got the name picked out. you got where you're going to do it. Now you just got to actually make it happen. The hardest part's the money. <laughs> nah. Like like with podcasting, that just you start a podcast, the money comes flowing in freely, right? It's, right. it's the way it works. Uh <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. If you say so. So you're telling me you're not making money then? Because I'm just rolling it in my uh, show. 
God. Yeah, of course we are. But I've I got to keep it on the download so the tax man doesn't oh, get his... Right. I forgot. That's the first rule of podcasting is don't talk about the podcasting money. Yes, because the tax man wants his cut. Yeah, he does. Hmm. All right. So I think that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, Any to plug there, Jason? Jason. Jason. <laughs> Fucking... See? My brain is fried. Justin. <laughs> I knew there was a J and an S and an N. What makes that even more hilarious for me is I work with somebody named Jason and 95% of the staff there can't get it straight. Nine times out of ten, a phone call will get transferred to me that was supposed to go to him or vice versa. Uh, the CEO of the company's walked in before and said, hey, Jason, and I'll look at him blankly. He's like, oh, shit, I mean, Justin. <laughs> so I'm used to it by now. Um, but, yes, as far as plugging things go, when I'm not plugging my wife, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, actually, my wife and I, we do a podcast called The Bad Parenting Podcast, and basically we look at it as our weekly therapy without having to pay a psychiatrist or a psychologist or counselor or whatever you want to call it to help us through the wonderful, wonderful um, pain in the ass and also awesome thing that parenting can be. Um, so, you know, you guys want to give us a listen, you can just look, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you, your, your normal podcasting haunts are, and we're available there. Um, we've got a website, it's badparentingpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facey Spaces, all, all the normal places. So if, if you want to give us a listen, go ahead and check us out. We'd appreciate it. Yes. Well, it's not like no one's ever heard about it before on this show. <laughs> I have to say, man, thank you. I really do appreciate the fact that you're that you do plug us and, and give us the love that you do. It's it's much appreciated. Not a problem, mate. All right. If you want to contact us, you can email us at uh, coffinjocast at gmail.com. And uh, the voicemail line is 661-434-5956, 661-434-KWJO. And we're also on Facebook. So you can find us there. Just search Coffin Joecast. Nikki, anything you want to promote? Um... Just you can follow me on Twitter or the Instagrams at Pumazeli, P-U-M-A-Z-E-A-L-Y, which you didn't understand anything I just said because of my accent. But, um, <laughs> yep, follow me on there, especially because in nine weeks I will be in Portland. I, I, you know, I can't wait and neither can Temperance. She's like almost on a daily basis. So when's your listener coming? When, when's... <laughs> When's this? The, isn't when's she gonna fly into town? Are we gonna go take her to this place? And she's got you know she'd have the <laughs> entire four weeks planned out for you if you let her. <laughs> oh, it's adorable. Yeah, no, nine weeks to go, and then yeah, follow me on those places if you want to um, see my adventures in America, meeting podcasting people, and most likely eating far too many hot dogs. So <laughs> and other foods too, but mostly hot dogs. Well, maybe we'll set up a hot dog eating contest for you and Trent. <laughs> <laughs> what me against Trent <laughs> yeah I have a feeling he'd probably win though yeah he probably would actually as long as Jodie doesn't cook him and burn him exactly, yeah, exactly. as long as she doesn't torture him first <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll go somewhere that they sell hot dogs how about that there you go yeah all right. we'll just eat one dollar once <laughs> alright so I haven't chosen the music this week Nikki's chosen this music so what is this song Nikki and who's it from uh, this song is, no, I can't remember which one I sent you. Too Young. Too Young. Yep. Yeah, Too Young by the King Cannons. Uh, they're not together anymore, unfortunately, but uh, about four, three or four years ago, they were a big up-and-coming band from Brisbane, um, even though half of the people in the band are actually from New Zealand, including my friend's brother, who was a bass player. 
but yeah, quite a cool band. They came to New Zealand quite a few times, and I saw them live. And it's a bit of a pity they're not around anymore. But since it has a Kiwi and Aussie connection, I thought it'd be cool to play it on the podcast. Excellent. Alrighty then. So here comes Too Young from the King Cannons. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Good night. Good night. Bye. We're too young to settle down Fighting a workers' battleground We're too young to settle down Fighting a workers' battleground Sixteen working in a factory place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.